Welcome everyone, another week has passed and Soap Secrets is back to bring you up to speed, gossip and generally spill on all the juicy storylines on our favourite soaps. As you know, I'm Hannah Fernando and I'm your host, so please grab a cup of tea, sit back and we will do the rest. We thought we'd shake things up a bit this week and chat about all the big storylines first across all of the soaps, which actually focus on some really topical and often quite difficult subjects. Um, as always, we have the brilliant Claire Ruck here, our resident soap expert. Hello, Claire. How Hello. are you? I'm fine. Thanks. Hello, Hannah. Good. Lovely to be here. Emmerdale. Well, change things up here and uh, talk about Emmerdale first. Maya is back. She is back, isn't she? So she's been in prison because uh, she was a groomer and uh, she uh, she abused poor Jacob. So this week, David hears that she is, she's out of prison. But she, because we didn't see the kind of gritty courtroom drama, did we, at no. the time? No. Um, but we just kind of, as viewers, understood that she would be inside for really a yes. long time because she should be, right? Yes. Um, but so... This is a bit soon. What's going on? I think she should really have stayed in a bit longer. She should have done the full sentence. She she did sexually abuse Jacob. She groomed him. She was living with his dad. But it's a soap, so they obviously have a reason for it. And I imagine it got quite the ratings at the time. Yes, it did. It was a massive, massive, massive storyline. It's not the first time, though, is it, that soaps like this have, have covered um, kind of uncomfortable topics, I guess, Um and, and sort of newsworthy um, elements that can genuinely touch people. And I'm and I, I kind of looking back over the years and seeing some of the soaps that have done similar storylines. And, you know, Bethany was groomed in Coronation Street by Neil. And that was absolutely horrific to watch, wasn't it? That was. That was, that was just, that was, that was very unpleasant. But that's what goes on. So in a way, we are bringing this, the soaps are bringing these kinds of things to the public. And um, so she was groomed. She was picked up by Nathan, who ran a sex ring. And Oof. so these, these unpleasant men paid money to be at these parties. It, it, was, it was horrendous. It was it was awful to watch. I actually went back and re-watched some of it because I thought, you know what, this is you know, something I knew we were going to be talking about. And it was, it's so uncomfortable and so awful to watch. And it was interesting to see on kind of like some of the social media forums, uh, the public genuinely thinking that it had been done incredibly well. Yes. And that had, as you say, brought to the fore things that are really going on. Yes, they are going on they are so uh, you know when we think about when the soap started you know um when when coronation street started back in the 1960s there was this stuff was still going on but the soaps they they were much more light-hearted i suppose yes they they were much more light-hearted they used to do the odd tram crash but that was that really wasn't this this kind of level of important topics that it's almost a bit taboo i think yes, and now it it's not really yes. It, yes. well now it's something that we want to to know about to try and kind yes. of combat it i suppose yes. and and make children aware because i think what's so surprising about all of these situations you can't believe how can you not know you're being groomed well you can see if you're very yes. nice how easy it is and how you know kids want they just want to be loved and appreciated don't they and it, it, i don't know it's, it's it's horrible to watch and coronation um street actually went on to do the male rape storyline didn't they yes, as well with david. david another one that's absolutely horrendous to sit yes. there and uh, um, view it, it is so so they did david and josh and th- that was that was uh, he he drugged david so that was that was that was shocking he was in a bar with him and that happens to women uh, you know that that is a danger for women. They always say, you know, where is your? You must know where your drink has come from, and 
don't let it out of your sight. But so to, to, to do it for men, I think that was really important. We, we, men get, men have this kind of abuse as well, but it, they don't talk about it. And Coronation Street's really good at doing that, isn't yeah. it? It's very good at kind of um, setting the tone for what we should yeah. be seeing yeah. now and, and being aware of, really. Yeah. And like you say, the, David was drugged. He, he did, he did um, do that very, very well, didn't yes, he, as he did. an actor? Yes, he did. He didn't want to tell his Shona, his partner. He was, he, was, he was all over the show. He, you know, she thought she'd done something wrong. He wasn't communicating. He was, it really threw him off his, off his normal even keel. It was- A very hard part as well for um, the actor who played Josh as well, I would imagine, yes. because the grief he must have got, because, you know, people find it very hard to separate reality <laughs> from soaps, don't they, yeah. as we know. Um, it must have been awful for yeah. him. He, he, he must have got a lot of grief. Yes. Yes, he, yes, and I would imagine he must have thought very carefully before taking that part because because he must have been worried, would this stop his his career? Would they always see him as a baddie? Could he could he become a, you know, a, a, a good, a, you know, a good character in another drama. I mean, yes, he's an actor, but sometimes you carry some of that you really emotional do. baggage with your career. You really do. You, yeah. Once you've kind of been labelled, that's yes. it, isn't it? You yes. always get those kind of dark parts. Yeah. Um, Whitney was also groomed in EastEnders. She was. Um, and actually, I, I, I was looking into this and she then did a video um, uh, as herself, as Shona, uh, trying to make kids realize and recognize the signs yes. of, of being groomed which I, which I thought was really good that was yes so 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 um Shona's her, she's her character Whitney's had a lot because she first came in and she was being groomed by Bianca's partner Tony and he was abusing her and he was uh, and then so so she was already felt isolated and and then she was alone in the square and Rob came up and he did the same thing um, to Whitney, which Nathan did to Bethany. So he groomed her for the, for those parties, those unpleasant parties. Um, and um, she was only, she was only saved by her half brother, Ryan. Yeah. But of course, you know, we've come full circle on, on the Whitney's thing because Tony, because Tony who first groomed her committed suicide in prison. Now his son, Leo is back for revenge and they, you know, so it, it so that that's quite a good storyline. But so Whitney, Whitney's had a lot. She's had loads to deal yeah, with. She loads. Has. Most people don't have that in their whole life, let no. alone her short life. No, yeah, really. No. But you know what we, we were saying that sort of back in the day, everything was you know, a bit nicer and kinder, and and we, we didn't really delve into these t- t- taboo subjects, if you like. But we were talking before about how soaps tend to, well, they used to not broach those kind of taboo subjects I suppose where now they do um but if you look back to kind of Brookside days Anna Friel there was some quite you know subjects that would have raised the heckles you know for a lot of people I think yes so so Beth Jordash and her family her mum Mandy and sister Rachel they came in to a safe house in Brookside Close I suspect back in 1993 not many people had heard of safe houses we all we all hear of them now and um, Beth Jordash had been abused by her father Trevor and he tracked them down and managed to worm his way back into the family and he was beating their mother he was abusing his younger daughter Um, and of course that storyline led on to the incredibly big one where Mandy snaps knifes Trevor 
And they bury him under the patio. The patio. I remember that. It was a really That's, massive storyline in its day, it was. wasn't it? Yes. Such And Anna Frill, of course, was was she the first female gay kiss that we saw yes. on screen yes. for yes. soap? Yes. She See, kissed, that's pretty impressive, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, she's mean, done were, two things. Yeah. Yeah, in that soap, yes. So she kissed her best friend, Margaret, and that was a that was a huge deal back in 1994 because we still, everyone was, that was on TV, that was in, in your, that was on early evening. That wasn't 10 o'clock at night, that was early evening. Yeah, how far we've come yeah. in actually relatively short time, yeah. I guess. And if you, if you can, Contrast and compare that to EastEnders when that first started. Uh, that started in '85, but by '89 they had a gay character in there, um, Colin, and he he had a, his first boyfriend Barry. He used to just kiss him on his forehead, you know, as a show of affection, and and they used to get complaints about that. But actually, EastEnders did the first male gay kiss in in uh, uh, back in the late '80s when Colin did kiss good for them i know that's fantastic isn't it when you think about it it's that's going really out at good. half past seven in into your home and that was it was really controversial i mean i guess the controversy brings ratings but yeah. on the other hand it's a really why wouldn't you be yeah. showing that it's okay yeah. for a heterosexual couple to yeah. kiss on on the show but it's not for a gay couple to make sense to me no um, and of course you had um mark fowler in eastenders yes. the whole hiv storyline yes. with him again um a subject that was people were kind of aware of hiv um but this really i suppose in a way it got rid of any of the some concerns but it it brought to life something that we're all a bit frightened yes. of, perhaps. Yes, back, back then, I think we have to, we do have to put it in its context. So, so you know, HIV came you came out in about the late mid to later eighties, and we were. It was now you don't really hear much about it. Medicine has moved on, and and progress is, is such an HIV Huge. brilliant, mm. brilliant. But back then, people were. People were very frightened of it. We didn't really know about it, and there was a lot of negativity with the with the gay community, and and so I think uh, EastEnders broke that down because they were so because because they had a, a character with HIV, and some people wouldn't buy. He was he was a stall holder, vegetable stall holder. Some people wouldn't buy vegetables because they might catch HIV, which is just Nonsense. ridiculous. So they brought all of that out. And we're dispelling it. So it was it was a good storyline because it helped to educate. And he was a very lovable character, Mark yes, Fowler, he was. wasn't he? Yes, he was great. Todd Carty's great. I mean, really we all good. remember him from Dancing on Ice doing that funny thing <laughs> <laughs> on his skates. Remember for all the right things <laughs> yes. there, I can see. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so fast forward a few years, back to uh, um, 2019, uh, The Cobbles. What can we expect? What's coming up? So, um, so this week, it's... Sinead's it's Sinead's funeral which is really sad Daniel wasn't going to come wasn't going to come home for it but he has been persuaded by his brother Peter and that is really really nice I think really nice um but his flat is burgled while he's at his wife's funeral which is just oh, it's just that's horrible horrendous. and his laptop is stolen and it has all of his memories and the videos that Sinead made so that is really, really sad. Just when you think it can get any more upsetting. I know, I know. I really struggle with this Sinead storyline because it's just been so incredible and so real. And there's so many of us that are touched. Everybody knows somebody who, you know, has ha had or is going through treatment for cancer. And it's it's just such an, 
it's something that we can it resonates with all of us somehow yes. and it's just so awful so to the idea that they're burgled and and this is actually something again i mean it happens doesn't it, yes, they, it does they, happen. they know you're out of the house yes, yes. and they go in yes it does and that's a really horrible thing if you're in hospital they do it as well christmases when families yes. are away yeah yeah, yeah. <sighs> so it just adds to it and then of course daniel's really upset and he goes to a pawn shop and thinks what he's what he, he spots what he thinks is his laptop and he accuses the man of the pawn shop owner of of um buying stolen goods and smashes the place up and is arrested so it's a really really big big week for daniel again but you know rob mallard looks so much like a young ken he really does it's amazing it's brilliant casting isn't it it is it's absolutely brilliant really really good yeah, he's got the hair. He's got. He wears the sort of the drain pipey trousers. Just the whole thing yeah. works. Hats off to Corey yeah. producers. Right I think. There. I think. Um. I really like Ken's children. I think you know Peter went up to to get Daniel, and you know there is a generation between them because you know Peter was born in the sixties, yeah. Daniel was born in the eighties. It's like twenty years between them, but as a family. They always stick together. And I think that's a nice thing. And even Tracy, who is Ken's adopted daughter. Tracy. <laughs> Tracy. <laughs> even she, even she is 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 part of that family and they all work together. She could do with a, a big storyline again, couldn't she? She could. She can cope with them very nicely. <laughs> she can. She's yeah. somebody who's kind of probably whatever she does will be blighted by the the kind of branded as someone nasty yes. and typecast for life. Yes. But she's not, you know, you know, um, Emma has been discovered to be her husband's uh, secret daughter. Well, not secret, but unknown daughter. They come out of the woodwork. And and she's taken her into her home and, and into the family. So Making her- up for the child that... Do you remember what she used to be yes. like with her own daughter? Yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> okay, EastEnders. Um, on to perhaps happier things. Ben, he's really good, isn't he? He is really, really, it's a great, really good. great casting there again. He is. Max Bowden. So, so I think... So Ben this week, it's him and him and Callum. And I think I think we were talking about Whitney earlier and, and Leo and the Whitney things I think will blow up. And Callum has a really fond regard for Whitney. And I think that Ben and Callum are going to, whatever happens, are going to come to her rescue. So Ben is a bad boy. But Callum this week, he says to Ben, I want to be a policeman. Really? Your partner's <laughs> this a loan shark. <laughs> but what, what, that's what nice. What's what's nice about that is Ben is dark and Callum's light. So they. But, it, it, but I also feel with Ben because you keep thinking, how can he still be around? He's such a naughty boy. He's such a bad boy. But really, it feels like he doesn't really want to be. No. He's ended up there and he's down a cul-de-sac and a point of no return. Yes. So I'll just stick here and do what I do yeah. and do what I know best. But actually, in reality, I think that he'd quite like to choose the better path. Yes, yes. Run his dad's shop, you know. Yeah, I the garage. Yeah, I think there could be good things for Ben ahead. Yeah. And, and this character is is very, very yeah. good. And and if his boyfriend becomes a policeman, well. <laughs> yeah. So what hmm. I think, Max Bowden has, has done really great things with Ben. He's settled in so, so well. There have been lots, there have actually been six actors that have pay, played Ben. Some of them were very small children. Yeah. But, um, but... You know, from about 2010, Ben's been really bad. Don't forget, he killed Heather Trot. He murdered Heather Trot. Trot. I know. So how do you come back from that? He's a bona fide killer. Yeah. Uh, But but it's endless, really. Yes, but Max Bowden has—I don't know—he's 
he's gorgeous, Max. He is. And I think he, he's got a twinkle in his eye and he's playing Ben. And he's fanciable, he's likeable, yes. he's a bad boy, but you know that he's really got a good yes. heart. He's kind of got the yes. whole thing going yes. on there, hasn't he, yes. really? He's really turned Ben around. I, I'm, I was thinking the other day about the amount of Bens we've been through and, and generally in soaps and... They've all been relatively different, haven't they? And it made me think about all the different actors and actresses that we've seen that come in to take over from the previous one as they grow up. They're so different. You know, some of them have blonde hair. The next one has dark hair. One wears glasses. One doesn't. They're so different. And yet human nature dictates that within about three episodes, we're totally yeah. on board with the new one. And it's all fine. We've yeah. forgotten about the old one. Yes. <laughs> I think that's the great thing about soaps. And sometimes, you know, child actors, they grow up and they don't want to continue with the character. So... So they just bring in a new a new actor, and it's great. Yeah, and I guess some, some yeah they don't have that passion anymore, or yeah, well the world takes them to a different yes. place. Okay, so Hollyoaks. Now I know that um, you're not allowed to tell me an awful lot. There's a lot. There's loads of heavy embargoes on Hollyoaks at the moment. Um, but this is the week that Steve breaks free from the far right group, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. This is a big big week for Steve, and. Um, he plans to escape from Stuart and Johnny, who are members of the far right group. Um, and what I can say is Sid tells tells Steve that he's heard that Stuart is planning to kill him. So it is a really mm. big week. And the last the last thing we see is him being bundled into a car. Mm. So uh, that's another really brave thing to do, the far right group. Um, yeah, and, but uh, very topical very, and very yes. of the moment, I it think. It is very, very of the moment. And yet they started this storyline, you know, a good few months ago. So it's it's come... Hollyoaks often does that. I think they often don't get the kudos that they deserve, Hollyoaks, yes. actually. They often tackle things um, incredibly well. Yeah. yeah. But you, you kind of, your head's always turned towards, you know, your EastEnders, your Corrie yeah. uh, and Emmerdale, really. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I think, I think this is going to be... Absolutely brilliant. And I think Kieran Richardson, who plays Steve, has just done a fantastic job. Actually, the whole time he's been in Hollyoaks, he's always tackled storylines really well, hasn't he, and embraced them. Yes. Well, they all do. You know, like we were talking earlier, don't forget that um, Gary Lucy, who who plays um, Luke, he... Back in 2000, he was the first male rape on TV. He was. You're right. And that was so shocking that they put it out late at night. Yeah, they did a 10 o'clock one, didn't they? Yes, and that was a special episode because they didn't feel they could run it at at eight. I love Gary Lucy. And that was groundbreaking then. That that was, was, you know, that was 19 years ago. That was groundbreaking. It is groundbreaking, yeah. No, it's, it's yes. amazing. And and you've got some uh, some interesting information well, on... Well, did uh, you know, I was watching a bit of Brian Adams the other day and I mm-hmm. spotted a, an, a young Lisa Anthony <laughs> in the summer of 69. Oh, that's, video. that gets everyone on the dance floor, yeah, doesn't it? and run to you. Amazing. Come on, we've all done mum dancing for that. <laughs> Speak for yourself there. <laughs> and um, so, so, yeah, Lisa Anthony, I, I really don't know how Hollyoaks gets such big stars because... Back in 1980, she was heralded by the photographer David Bailey as the face of the 80s. She was a really big model. Um, and, and then she went on to do um, Three Up, Two Down, which was a huge, huge popular sitcom back in the late 80s, early 90s. I bet literally more than half of you don't know this information. <laughs> they do now. They do now. <laughs> that's, that's, you look it up on, on, on the internet and you'll, you'll find it. She was really big. It's brilliant. And of course, her screen mother, Tabitha Maxwell-Brown, was played by Linda Gray, who is Sue Ellen. Yes, oh. from Dallas. Oh. I mean, that's great. How do you get Sue Ellen? What do, do you think, what do you think the pay gaps are with these? Do you think they're just paid <laughs> at the same rate? 
she is iconic. And not only that, she's nearly 80 now. She that's incredible. Fabulous. Do you think fabulous. that's a bit, bit of work or a bit of helping hand or is she just naturally beautiful? I think she's naturally natural. beautiful. A natural wonder. Yes. Ugh. <laughs> Um, okay, so uh, that takes us nicely on to Holby City. Yeah. Um, there's tragedy this week, isn't there? Yes, there is. Um, so Lofty and Dom are a couple, if you remember, but um, they had a sort of a break um, in those modern terms. And Lofty went on holiday. And he, had a, he had a fling with Helen and she got pregnant. Oh. So um, anyway, so he... he, he this isn't he, going to end well, is it's it? It's not going to end well. Sad. So uh, he came back and um, him and Dom reconciled and then Helen came along and said, well, I'm pregnant. And they all decided that um, they were going to be active parents with Helen and they were going to, they're going to raise the child together. And this week, very, very sadly, Lofty's just been, just been so excited about it, been off buying all the baby clothes and all of this. And, and Helen comes in really worried, upset. She hasn't felt the baby move. Oh no! For about twenty four hours, and and yes, it's the the end result is that she it, it is confirmed she's lost the baby. So there's so all three of them, you know, Dom was just because Dom wasn't actually, you know, biologically in there. They were going to raise it as you know massively a huge emotional rollercoaster yes, for them yes. because to get so on board with that and to say okay, I'll help to to be a parent yes. because I want to be with him and yes. just. And then to find that out, yeah. So all three of them this week is it's it's devastating, and it's it's it you know it happens. And so Holby City always doesn't shy away from these difficult and and sad storylines. Um, and presumably it will bring Lofty and Helen closer again because it's it's their baby. And I, I wonder whether Dom just feels a bit out. On, he on might that. well do. It's going to whatever whatever the future holds. It's going to put a massive strain a massive strain on Lofty and Dom's relationship. And, and in casualty, um, casualty wouldn't be the same without Duffy, would it? But things aren't going well, are they? No, they, they're not going well for... She has dementia. She's not going to recover from it. Um, so it's only going to go one way. And I, and, and, um, I think Cathy Shipton, who plays Duffy, and has played her from the beginning, back in the mid-'80s, uh, that, uh, that she's leaving. So she has dementia. Charlie's been hiding how bad it is. And this week... Um, she she looks after Robin's daughter, and uh, at the park she takes her to the park. And when she's there, she gets frightened, and she runs to the only place she knows she feels safe. Casualty, but she doesn't have Robin's daughter with her. But you know, again, if, though, really topical and kind of off topical. the mo in the moment um, conversation we yes. should all be having because yes. a lot of people are, are touched by um, this illness, yes. and it's, it's absolutely. Terrible. If, if you're going to do dementia, you have to do it properly. And this is casualty. It's it's all about it's all about health crisis because it's 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 in the emergency department. So so yes, people with dementia they go out and they forget where they are and they get distressed in supermarkets because they come in and they can't think what they're doing. Um, you wonder how many people like Charlie are kind of living with it and sort of almost pretending or playing it down how bad it yes. is because and, and and really having to do all that work themselves and they're suffering too. Yes, yes, they are. Well, he's running a busy emergency department. His his days must be tremendously busy. And then he goes home and he's carer. He's a carer, but you know, in a way, he's lost his he has lost his wife a bit to 
to it. And she wants a husband. Does she want a carer? There's all this going on within the relationship. And I imagine it will kind of ramp up in coming weeks as well. As yes. we see her deteriorate. Oh, yes. yes. And the truth of how bad she is actually yes. is yes. revealed. And I think I think this is um this is a brave decision of casualty and of Kathy Shipton because, you know, it's Duffy. She's much she's much loved nurse, sister. She's a, I think she's a well, she's a she's a superstar. I mean, yes. if casualty, you know, she wouldn't be the same. No, no. Well, on that note, um, thank you very much, Claire. I kind of feel happy, sad, and slightly old when we were reminiscing <laughs> there for a while about those golden years. Um, I'm afraid that's all for this week, Soap Lovers, but that will hopefully keep you full for a little while. Thanks for listening to Soap Secrets, and please make sure you hit subscribe because we will be back with another episode next week. See you later. <laughs>